just wanted to say thanks for listening to Strangers Rolling Dice. This is Bartholomew Fudd asking you to leave a review on iTunes or any of the podcasting platforms where you listen to such things. Thanks again. Previously on Strangers Rolling Dice, you guys came into the second chamber and the third chamber after falling through old masonry in the Bullabadur Basin down until darkness itself swallowed you. You choked on some poisonous gas. You got clubbed by some fake-looking bamboo canes in a hallway. You fought constructs made of stucco uh, and and basically wrecked shop in the Bullywug Smithsonian. Now you've come into a room filled with mud. And in the center, there was a big polished boulder. Before you could even interact with the boulder, a crayfish the size, I remember this very clearly, a a crayfish the size of two golden retrievers came over and started to clack menacingly in your direction and try to speak to you in some sort of language. Bart replied, but it did not recognize his sylvan speech, almost as if you were to be using that. Imagine if if you came across someone who was speaking elven and you tried to use beast speech to speak to their humanoid beast yourself, they would look at you like, excuse me? Like, do you speak common? Like, what the fuck? I don't just speak beast language because I'm a creature. Excuse me, I went to college. <laughs> um, so the communication didn't quite work at first until eventually you guys began to try to circumvent this creature, this giant crayfish towards one of the three doors out of this room. When you did that, it threatened you one last time and then went skittering up onto the boulder and what appeared at first to be a bamboo cane leaning against the side of this boulder raised up with it as its body. And you saw that it was just one of many legs of a decapod, a 10-legged or 10 appendage crab using this giant smooth boulder as a shell. The crayfish mounts on its back and clacks at you menacingly one last time. And I need everybody to roll me some initiative. Let's do this. I got a 19. Oh, good. Okay, Three. 19 for trees. I have to dump my dice over right here. And uh, what's your bonus, Jay? <laughs> plus two, so you go before uh, me. Yeah, so we got a 19, a 13, a 5, and a 5. Cars mm-hmm. like with the 13, Bart and Crow with the 5. <laughs> Nice old, okay. nice old natural three to start it off. I mm-hmm, like it. Mm-hmm. Get them out of the way early. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Alrighty, let me get this all into the tracker here. 
Okay, oh so that is Bart with a five, Crow with a five, Trees with a 19, and Karzalek with a 13. And who has the higher bonus? Uh, Crow does. Crow does. Okay. Perfect. Everything is sorted. And round one, right where we left things off, Trees is up first. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so this thing looks like it's about to attack us. It is definitely uh, assuming a menacing stance. I mean, it's it's like a wild animal, and uh, yeah. you like especially the big the big crab hasn't made any communication towards you. Uh, the whatever the intelligence level uh, of the crayfish is, you're you're not sure if the crab yeah. also has that. Um, and sure. it, the crayfish seemed to wake up its companion uh, in an irritated state. Okay. Um, other question. Uh, in this chamber we're in, I see that there's three other exits. Uh, are they all blocked with doors, or does the one on the far yeah. side of the chamber appear to be a hallway I can walk? Let me answer that for you. Um, I think I have 60 feet of dark vision. I'm not sure what the light uh, status is in here. It is pitch black in here. Uh, in fact, even with your dark vision, all of you are having a little bit of a hard time seeing certain stuff because of the thick haze of this ochre, amber-looking gas that's filling the chamber. Um, but you can see, I believe, let's measure here and see. Yeah, you can see all the way across this without any lighting issue. Um, so let me just read the, the description again for you because so, it'll answer your question. All right. This room is constructed of large stone blocks, buttressed in the corners. The walls are wet and slimy, and mud covers most of the floor in a thin coating. To the east and the west may be seen stone doors, recessed in the wall. And to the north, a set of stairs leads down. Even from here, in the center uh, of that stairwell, you can see that mud has, has pooled. Um, and it looks like... If there was a door down the stairs, it would be hard to even see it now. Hmm. Okay. Um, I guess I uh, just whisper to the gang, like, uh, do you want me to try to distract it as we get around? Sounds like a fine idea to me. I think Bart's going to say that as he's kind of inching to the west. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, you're y'all are start. Uh, yeah, I kind of like nod to you all that way, and I'm like, "Hey, Mr. Crab," and I start like doing like, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, we're not trying to be friends," and I just start crab dancing. But then, as in a in like kind of a crabby way, I'm basically going to just move to the we'll call it the east side of this chamber. Okay. And I'd like to use my claws to like weirdly climb up thing and basically try to antagonize and uh, distract grab. Okay. okay. Um, Are so you... yeah, and I'm also like, I'm not sure it's all the chamber was, but yeah, I'd like to okay, climb the... like up, trying sure, to sure. get out of it. 
potentially. Well, first off, I'll give you I'll give you a couple of things here. Sweet. First off, the chamber itself I have a note on this somewhere. Um, most rooms that you've encountered, the three rooms you've been in so far, have had fairly high ceilings from 20 to 40 feet. This one has a 40 feet high ceiling. Cool. Um, I guess I use, yeah, as much of my movement as possible to climb up to this corner on the east side of this room and uh, okay. trying to uh, entice this crab in my direction. Um, would that require okay. my action or would I be able to ready another one in case uh, I see it uh, start to go for my friend? I think if you tell me about your ready to action and I'll, and I'll be able to answer that. What would you like uh, to ready? I was thinking about readying blind. Okay. Yeah, I think you could ready a spell and taunt okay. it. And and so what I'm going to need from you though is two checks. One, athletics mm -hmm. or acrobatics to climb these wet and slippery walls. Fabulous. Um, and we'll see yeah, so... after we resolve that. Uh, we'll do a check for the taunting. Cool, and I'm sure my claws already applied. The yes, I yeah, I am You're definitely specifying. Always crushing it with that. <laughs> um, so I rolled a twelve plus five is seventeen for acrobatics. Yeah, no problem. You slip just momentarily, and you just dig your claws in a little deeper, and you feel how soft the stone has become with age and wetness. Uh, you can dig in your claws, but you think to yourself, uh, it won't be super easy climbing in here, or maybe even here in general. Yeah. So cool. now you're up there, and you're gonna taunt it, taunt it. Um, yeah. So I would like you to make me either, uh, I think, an intimidation or a performance check. All right. Um, let's see. I'm not trying to intimidate you. I don't like, think I'm trying cowering. to taunt it. I'm not trying to like. Oh, okay. Get it to attack me. I want. I guess I'm trying Attention. to mostly distract it and. Okay, then performance. And I think. and yeah, communicate that I'm. Uh, that I'm just we're just trying to pass through. We're just passing through. Okay. I'm doing that. You you climb up the wall and <laughs> yeah. you and you try to communicate Ridiculous. that as best you can. I think performance yeah. is what this is. Awesome. Right. Oh, that's not incredible. That's just <laughs> six plus six is twelve. Your modifier is pretty good. Uh you definitely get its attention. Um it registers that you've done this, and the colossal hermit crab turns its antennae towards you um and it, it you can see its strange compound eyes uh, i don't actually know if crabs have compound eyes i'll look it up in a second here but uh it, it you know crab eyes are like those weird lobes um it, it looks at you with those and its antennas wiggle in your direction as everybody sees its body sort of rotate on its 10 appendages uh and it faces you cool um i think okay. i think that's my turn yeah Okay. Hold on, just googling crab eyes. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so they're they're compound eyes. I was right. They're they're nice. like a spider or a scorpion almost. Oh they shit! Are, so I can see everything. Can see a lot of what's going on in here. Um, Fuck. Okay. So. So uh, next in the order. May or may not work, but yeah, I'm done. Harzalek, you're up. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. It's focusing on your friend who's clinging to the wall. Um, let's see. I just like look over to y'all and nod and 
grab my arms at you. I got this. <laughs> oh gosh, Cars is Cars is gonna look at trees with with some definite concern for his friend, but at the same time thankful for the actions he's taking. First things first, Cars is actually gonna turn around. He's gonna look at Dap, who is he's he's beaten. He's he's got he got slugged yeah. in that quarter by those bamboo sticks and this air is clearly not good for him. He's going to actually administer a healing potion to Dap okay. to pull him back from the brink of uh, just dropping. Got it. Okay. You pour a healing potion down Dap's sizable gullet. Okay. That's, let's see. That's, that's a six recovery. Pulls him from the brink of death. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, and he's just going to, okay. he's going to hop and, you know, kind of like, Making sure Dap is okay, you know, kind of like kind of re-steadying himself. You know, he's going to kind of reassuringly pat it. And he's not going to mount Dap necessarily, but he's going to kind of just encourage Dap to like, come on, get up. Like, get up. Let's, let's try okay. to go this way. And um, he's not going to move too much. He's just uh, going to spend the time getting Dap up. And he's going to move a little closer to Bart. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm thinking okay. so, like, speaking so fast. But uh, he's going <laughs> to get Dap up on his feet, get him away from death. And he's going to look at Crow as he's getting ready to, like, you know, bolt out of here and just... Do you have any ideas? Like, I, this isn't looking too good. Uh, Crow will first, like, have to conceal her sense of shock that he's wasting a potion on this hideous monster. But, um... <laughs> then you look over at Crow with, like, slack jaw and, like, she tightens yeah. it up, like, oh, what? <laughs> and then, um, she'll say, I think Tree's plan is working. Let's just move. All right. Okay. Let's go. Um, oh, question. Can, how can, I mean, with Bart being small, could Dap effectively carry a, what, one medium person and Bart? Uh, yes, but basically would be functioning under like uh, some form of encumbrance or penalty to movement. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I think, you know, people can ride a horse with two people. There's no reason you can't ride a giant frog. Um, Fair enough. Okay. Um, yeah, with that, then you know, Cars will just get ready to book it, and um, he'll be right behind uh, Bard and just kind of give him that look like, all right, man, let's let's do this, and okay. end my turn. So you, you took one five-foot step to the left, is what I saw. Are you going to move any farther Correct. or move Dap? Um, no, I, 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 honestly, the RP in me is just, like, stabilize Dap, get him together, make sure. sure everyone's in on the plan, and then probably next turn, everyone, boom, like, bolt. Okay, that makes perfect sense. I can see that in my head. Okay, next in the order... The hermit crab goes. And with the crayfish still riding on its back, it is going to take several very unnervingly sequential steps with its ten appendages propelling it across the ground. Uh, and it's going to move not very fast, but slowly towards trees. And the crayfish atop is mirroring your uh, body language and clacking at you with its claws. Um, and I have thought all week about what kind of sound, if any, a hermit crab makes, and I have come to terms with that. I don't think that my vocal cords can make that sound. Um, so I will describe it to you. It is like a raspy 
thrumming vibration, almost reminiscent of like the frog croak, but so much less full. Like there's some sort of percussive thing inside its body, like vibrating at you and you just hear it. it's uh, clattering and a little bit of ripples kind of form in the mud around its monumental body. And that's its turn. Then the crayfish goes. The crayfish is going to move across the back of the hermit crab one square to be very close to you, Trees. And it has not relaxed at all. It has maintained its rigid body language and seems like the hermit crab and it are on a collision course with you. And then it is going to, if nothing else happens here, yeah, I'm take a. I, oh, yeah, I guess I'm. I guess it would be triggering my reaction, my my spell I'm casting at this point. I'm like, uh, maybe I just want to cast this because I think, yeah, um, having a ready to spell makes you use the slot anyways. Sure. Um, so I might as well just pull the trigger before if it looks like it's about <laughs> to attack me. Okay, it it looks like it is very near to attacking you. That is correct. Okay, so it's like crawled up the wall. It is, it is on the back of the crab and less than five feet from you at the same height as you, pretty much, because it's on the back Fun. of this hermit crab. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Um, yeah, I cast blindness. Okay, at the crayfish? Um, the one that is attacking me, I guess. Yeah. The, the hermit crab has not yeah. attacked you. It's just sort of lumbered in your direction. The hermit crab is the leg. giant, and the crayfish exactly. is the small one. Yeah, I think lobster and crab, you know? So, like, gotcha. tiny lot not tiny, he's like the size of two golden retrievers, this crayfish, which is humongous. <laughs> but, uh... Don't like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the hermit crab is, you know, ten feet across in diameter, All which right. is much larger. Um, so it is, it is lunging at you, and you cast blindness before it even leaves the top of the shell. What's the saving throw on this? Constitution saving throw, DC 15. Okay. Wow. Okay. It rolled a four. Yes. And its bonus is not that good. <laughs> so it is now blind. However, that is going to... <laughs> that is going to impact what happens here in an interesting way as oh, it... Boy. The blindness, I think sets in fully as it leaves the back of the hermit crab and <laughs> lunges into the air. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, it does it. not overshoot you, but it cannot see you. So I mean, just I have to read something <laughs> really quickly here. Crawfish oh. leaping through the air at the It struggles for a moment, but then a claw makes purchase on one of your garments and pulls at you. And you see in this frantic half a second as you feel your weight starting to be pulled down and some of your claws sinking in and beginning to scrape down the side of this uh, limestone wall here, you see its antenna, not its eyes, waving in the air frantically. 
Uh-oh. And you are going to take a little bit of damage, only a little bit, as you slide down the wall with it. You take <laughs> two points of slashing damage. I'm, right. I'm visualizing this as your paws are getting hurt from yeah, yeah. holding onto the wall. And you can let go, but like before you can even react, it's just like <laughs> you successfully blinded this thing, but you learned from that that it has other senses than sight that will allow it to target you in this moment. I just whispered to the overs, others, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, consider yourself grappled. Oh, fun. Okay. Cool. That was the crayfish's turn, I believe. Check in here. No, a second claw comes in now that it's got you grappled. No. That's a second hit. I rolled an 18 and a 17. Uh, <laughs> Those will both hit. All righty. Um, and that's unmodified, too. So uh, That is much better this time. That is eight points of bludgeoning damage. Also, if, uh, sorry, it should have been better bludgeoning damage the first time. Uh, yeah. Eight points of bludgeoning damage come in as it this time the second claw reaches up and just grabs you right in the tabaxi love handle. Just right there, right in the side and crunches down into your abdomen. <laughs> okay, then that's the end of its turn. And I'm now fine. it's Crow's turn. Now there's a fight happening. Yeah, I guess the time for diplomacy has ended. Um. She will, seeing this happen, just rush to try to help um, help trees. Uh, she will walk across and she'll say some, uh, she'll speak a spell of uh, Wrathful Smite as she does so. Um, that's oh. a bonus action. And she empowers her weapon. I think she'll get next to the uh, crayfish okay. and she'll try to, uh, she'll draw her rapier and try to stab it using the green flame blade. Enter. Okay. So let's see. Make that attack roll. Alrighty. Uh, that is a 10. Modified 10. Yeah, yeah, it has a higher armor class than that. And I think that your blade hits it okay. glancingly. All righty, yeah, um, that's, I think that's it. She's up there, has her weapon and her shield out, and is, uh, yeah, just trying to focus fire on this yeah. crawfish. Well, that and escalated like, quickly. What are you doing? You're supposed to go around. <laughs> <laughs> She'll just shake her, shake her head at trees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and then it is Bart's turn. The end of round one. Oh, <laughs> Bart, do we will... run? Do we fight? <laughs> Leave your two companions behind and run. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I I can run really fast. You guys don't remember, so like you that's are fine. grappled. It's all seeing you being grabbed and held by this sure. thing. It changes what? changes the plan a little bit. What? No, <laughs> I'm so strong. Can so Bart's moving. moving. Yeah, Bart oh, is um... moving to the north. Oh, I'm sorry. As you're doing this, Bart, I'm sorry. Uh, no. Crow, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Uh-oh. That's not good. What's that was happening? my mistake to let that happen. Just hold on. Okay. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay, one sec. 
that is a 21. Okay, you, as your, your glancing blow hits this, uh, this crayfish, um, you lose your footing for just a moment and slide like in the snow. Um, but you catch yourself without falling on your face into the mud. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, Bart, go ahead. Uh, go ahead and make the same save or just do whatever I'm doing? No, uh, go ahead and you, you've moved, correct? Okay, yes, just moved. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bart is going to head to the north a wee little bit here towards the stairway and the door over here. Okay. And um, I think... Uh, do you have that totem still, Ben? I don't have I it. I do here, have the so. totem, I think. Hold on. Uh, yep. This one. Ooh, big Whoa. totem. Yep. Yeah. The, right. Yeah. That size, can I, though. Can I put it yep. on top of this uh thing in the center? So there is no thing in the center anymore. Okay. That is uh the animation of what was the boulder. Right. Um, now there's like this small ring of boulders. Um, and the giant one seemed to have been inhabited by a hermit crab that has taken okay. two so, steps to the right. Uh, but there's, there's like a depression actually in the mud yeah. right there. So I'll put it right there in that square. It has a 30 okay. yard or coming out 30, of it. 30 feet. About <clears throat> oh, 30 feet, yeah. So <laughs> 30 yards would be great. 15 <laughs> golden so retrievers. Should, yeah, <laughs> it, should, it should be this full room, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, I, I think you're you're right. The yeah. room here is 40-something feet across, so yes, you are correct. Okay, and then uh, I will use my action to cast a uh, uh, Cure Wounds on myself. Okay, Cure Wounds. Okay, okay so I'm going to heal myself for... <clears throat> 11 points of damage. Bad. Uh, so, and then that's going to be also plus five. So actually 16 points of damage for myself, which will bring me exactly to full. Very nice. Uh, and then everybody, all of my allies will also heal five HP. So everybody. Oh, five. wow. Woo. Look at that. Healer healing. Mm -hmm. Healering, healering. Okay. Everybody is healed five. And is that'll be the Bart's end of turn. Your turn. Okay. Yep. Round two. Trees, you're up. Oh boy. Um, so I'm grappled by this thing. Yes, you um, are. That takes an action to escape. break. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. So I think you would be able I'm to gonna... escape and then move away. Is, uh, yeah, I, th I think that's what I'm going to probably try to. I'll, yeah, I'll try to. First, okay. I'll try to break. Okay, go ahead and um, give me an acrobatics check to break this grab. Okay, that's not bad. That's acrobatics is a 12 plus 5 is 17. Yeah, you make it. You uh, it, remember it was grabbing you on your clothes, and mm -hmm. I think we maybe you see you like one of your claws that was holding on up above. It's like whisks down and just like severs that part of your tunic. And, Not my cloak. And you you're like oh, a horrible sacrifice. Yeah. You're, but you lost some a little bit of fabric, and now you're free of its grasp. You okay. still have a move and a bonus action uh, and a yeah. free action. Let's see. Hmm. I guess I, that was my action. I can't viciously mock this thing, can I? 
do not think so. I will so. just do that with my words, but not my actions. <laughs> you can <laughs> still pick up the all you would like, but it you is fool. not a standard action. Um, yeah. Um, we could have been best friends. Yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and I I guess I'll just leave his, his area with my movement. Okay. okay. Or, As you uh, go, that is an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I can't viciously mock it, though. So, yeah, go for it. What's your AC? It's 14. Yeah, 14. Yeah, that's going to be a hit. No. Oh. Okay. Is it, is it trying to grapple me? Or uh, is it let me just read just here really quickly. Auto grapple or it something? grabs you as it hits you automatically. <laughs> God. And it does four additional bludgeoning damage to you. <laughs> So Fabulous. you can move one square, or actually, like, however many squares it would take for you to leave the threatened thing and then leave yourself there, you know? You're, oh, so you're adjacent to it, wherever you tried to move to. Am I grappled still? You're grappled. So, like, if you tried yeah. to move over here, move yourself a square in that direction. Okay. Um, you know, I guess I might as well try to... Man, I guess I'll move with it, right? I can do okay. that. Okay. Right, because it's still pick grappled. Up, pick any any square adjacent to it, you would have been able to get to, you know, and then try yeah. to leave the threatened square. It makes the attack before you leave that square. It hits mm -hmm. you. You remain grappled, and you remain in yeah. this. But I still have movement, and you can move. Oh, but I guess I'm grappled. I can't you, move. Yeah, yeah you, you could have used line. your cool. standard action to try that, maybe. But yeah, nah, it's all good. I will just go ahead and do a freaking bonus action healing word on myself. Lots of healing going around in this combat. There's, there's a lot of healing. Yeah, yeah. Y'all came out of the stucco encounter. It's just a uh, first level. Ooh. And the, the last room, which I can tell you now, the last room is in the book named The Hall of Thrashing Canes. Well, oh, shit. <laughs> that's nice. I, I yeah. heal seven points. Okay. Ooh, good. Um, nice. And that's a first level spell. And uh, yeah, that's my incredible turn. Like, okay, well, working. you wind up actually go, netting go. some hit points uh, in the process. Net three hit points uh, in that turn. Okay. Fabulous. Cars, uh, you're up. All right. Cars is going to see everything uh, quickly devolve into a melee. Take one look <laughs> at Dap. He'll just give him a reassuring pat. And he's going to dash right on in. Into the uh, right. He's going to wade right into the right. Cars like he's going to dash in. Okay. Or not dash. I will run it. Not that he's using a dash action, but he will. Oh, okay. He will stride into the melee. Got it. You stride and, in. Yep. Sword, sword ready, and he's gonna take two uh, swings at our crustacean friend. Here we go. First one is uh, that's a, a nineteen swinging at nineteen to hit. Okay. A nineteen is a hit. Go ahead okay. and roll your damage. That's a six slashing. This is on the crayfish. Crayfish, yes. Okay. Six slashing damage dealt to this thing and i need you to make me a dexterity saving throw dexterity saving throw okay dun, 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 dun. saving throw dexterity that's a three and karzalek with the momentum of his swing falls prone onto the ground face in the mud <laughs> i believe that's gonna prevent you from making your next attack i yeah i believe and i believe that ends the turn i mean can you get else have a ruling yeah. on that I, I don't actually i'm not 100 certain in that manage well i mean oh okay 
Let's, yeah, let's look it up here. I'm, I I have been listening to too many different systems to remember what the fuck is going on here. I, I even read this earlier today, and I was like, uh-huh, cool. And it just went right out the other eyeball, and I, I don't remember. Um, prone. A prone creature can only move. Called a, the creature has disadvantage on attack roll. Okay, so you can make your second attack from prone with disadvantage. Thank you for the okay. correction there. It takes half your movement to get up, I believe. Yes, yes. That is, those I are the rules. used over half of it. Already, yeah, okay. Well, if all he can do is swing at the moment, then we're going to take a swing at disadvantage here. Yep. Uh, okay, Make that here second swing from the ground. Oh, that's a nine. A nine, yeah, that's a miss. The second one, you feebly try to use your sword, but you're just flailing in the mud on the ground. That makes sense. All right, that yeah, is Karz's turn. Okay, next in the order, the hermit crab goes. And this whole time, it's been doing that sort of clicking and thrumming, and it just gets louder and louder as it raises from underneath its body now. You see one of its appendages, and one of them terminates in a ginormous claw. And it <laughs> raises the claw up in the air and then just bashes it down at the shiny writhing thing in the mud next to it. Oh, wicked. <laughs> uh, and I think it has advantage on that attack because you're it, prone. Yeah, yes. yeah, it totally does. Okay. So let's Cards roll twice here. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a natural seven and a natural two. Oh. oh. And oh. so I think what we see here is you you guys all see this claw raise up in the air and it's like 15 feet in the air as it get, gets raised up that high and there's like a pregnant pause for a second and then it comes crashing down and sprays everything with mud and cars like you just barely scooch out of the way and wow. there's just probably i would imagine a lot of screaming and like oh shit and, you know like <laughs> thump. um one last detail on that uh, description. The ceiling above you just like kind of pulses one time and little drops of water and mud rain down from above. Boy. Uh, okay, that was its attack with its claw. Next, it is going to reach out a significantly smaller claw and try to pick you up with it. Oh shit. <laughs> This one might hit. You have an AC of 20? 21. 21. No, it doesn't. Wait, hold on. Let me confirm. Oh, it got a 20. God damn it. Does, <laughs> it, also, does it also have advantage? Uh, it does, and I rolled twice, and it, it there's a better roll. Got a 20. Oh, it's, shit. So... Boom, one claw lands, and then it tries to scoop you, and you're just like sliding through the mud, and it can't get you, and it, it, it just, it vibrates with this sort of screaming vibration now. Uh, it's like nails on a chalkboard internally. Spooky. Okay, that's the crab's turn. It's done nothing in this combat so far. And now the crayfish is up. The very bossy, smaller, and angrier crayfish is going to make an attack at the last creature that attacked it, which is Crow. Okay. And it takes its non-grappling claw, rotates its body to reach out to grab you. Natural one. Jesus. <laughs> that should be a miss, I 
thing. You know what? It's a yeah. named character. Uh oh. Oh my. So I have to. Wait, it's a multi attack. So hold on. I've just left to confirm. Oh, Natural four on the confirmation. So that is a fumble that we're going to draw from the Nord Games. Interesting. Crypto. I don't think we've seen this yet, have we, from an enemy or no? Uh, you've seen it from humanoid enemies. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, this is a named crayfish you have learned as players. Interesting. Is it Kevin? Is Kevin his name? We learned the crayfish's you name. Ten. No, it's uh, okay. I'm drawing one. Critical fails. And this is a bludgeoning attack. Actually, this one is a natural attack on the card here. Off form. Oh, brutal. You have disadvantage on melee attacks for the next 1d4 rounds. Oh, man. My NPCs here. Getting, getting some rough, oh, rough rolls. Four! I rolled maximum rounds! God! Okay. He's very angry now and and kind of grasping at you erratically. And it, it doesn't make purchase. And that's the crayfish's turn. Zero damage from my side that round. Next in the order is Crow. It just lunged at you, snapped at you, and you maybe deflected it with your shield. Okay, uh, can we tell if it's hindered in some way? Or is it just, like, um, is its hindrance going on in its mind so we don't know that it's I think it's, you just see that it's gone into a frenzy. I don't, I don't know if you okay, have any easy yeah. tell. I probably that, would not know it's less likely to hit. Yeah, I'd say so, that's okay. a little metagaming, but yeah. you know, it's I, mean, I mean, if it, like, had a dazed look in its compound in eyes its compound or something. Eyes. I don't <laughs> think that you know crayfish anatomy. <laughs> Well okay, enough to be able to read okay. that. Yeah. I was being, I was being shellfish again. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, I think she'll just keep trying what she was doing. Um, so okay. yeah, just uh, stabbing again with the rapier. Go for it. I have a little button I can click for it now. Sixteen. A sixteen against the crayfish is a hit. And as you do your damage, also make me that dexterity saving throw. Okay. And should I do damage first and then save? Damage, or what do you think? Damage first, I think. You're gonna you're gonna fall after the attack. Right? If you okay. fall. Alright, so there's a bunch of, of effects here, so I'll just go in order. Okay. Um, so the um it's nine uh, actually, is it threatened by trees or cars at this at this time? Yeah, it's threatened by okay, both of them. Cool. I'll add the uh, the sneak attack. So okay. that's uh, 10 piercing damage. 10 piercing damage. Got okay. it. And three fire damage. Three fire damage. The hermit crab would take three fire damage three from the flames spreading into it. Carry on with your crazy chain damage here. <laughs> the crawfish would take five psychic damage oh my from the goodness. wrathful smite. Oh, and yeah, yeah, it needs to make one. a uh, wisdom saving throw. Uh, oh, you don't 13. always hear that the crawfish needs to make a wisdom saving throw, but That's when true. you do, it's uh, you know shit's gotten real. It's only DC um, 13, so it's not DC super. DC 13? Yeah, DC but you got to think, how high is this thing's wisdom? Uh, let's see. Uh, wow. High enough if you roll a natural 20. 
Ugh, okay. Well, I rolled a natural one on this guy already, so he, yeah, he was due. Balances out. Okay. Yeah. And then um, that's her. That's her turn. She's gonna stay there. Okay. In combat with it. Big damage. I will say the crayfish is looking a little fucked up now. You skewered it one time, just like through its abdomen with your rib. The, the fiery magic psychic creature. Yeah, and maybe the uh, the antennae on the crab sort of bristle a little bit as it takes a little damage as well. I like it. Okie dokie, if that's the end of your turn. Uh, yes, it is. Bartholomew's foot. <clears throat> okay. Take us out of round two. I think Bart will keep moving. To the north. Use wise. Uh, and then there's a door at the top here, and it's kind of raised, right? Uh, opposite of raised. It is downstairs, down. okay. and you, as you enter that area, actually, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. I'm going <laughs> to sink into the glurp. Uh, that's a 10. Um, let me see here. Reading, reading. There's so many things in this dungeon. Um, and saving throws, when you meet the DC, you save, correct? Yep. Yep. You save, and you manage to stay afloat as you realize how much of a drop-off there is here, and now you are effectively swimming in mud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> can I take off? Can I, I still have one more square of movement. Can I step yeah. back? You can step okay. back, and, and I'll say that when you step back with the way the height equals out, we see you know, Bart trying to tread water in this silty mud, and then like the camera goes underwater for a second in the murky water, and we see a, a goblin foot flailing around until eventually your toe hits one of the steps. <laughs> I also think okay. he's, he's swimming skillfully because of his fancy Bulbador crown that he's wearing. Oh, right? okay. True. Yeah, yeah. Your, your Bulbador crown giving you that <laughs> swim speed. <laughs> All right, I'll turn yep. around then, and I will uh, kind of swing on my feet, pull out my pouch of bugsies, and blow a cloud of little mites at the giant crab. Okay. The giant hermit crab. What's that So save? it needs to make a constitution save. Constitution save coming right up. DC 15, I believe. I rolled a 16 on the die. Well, then nothing heckin' happens. Boom. You send a bunch of bugs over at it, and it's like, yo, what's up? I'm a giant bug. Fuck, fuck you, giant bug. Giant sea bug. <laughs> and that'll be Bart's turn. Okay. <laughs> End of round two. Beginning of round three trees. Fabulous. Um, Realizing that this crab is going to keep... This crab is... It's a grabby crab. It's a grabby, um, grabby, crab, crab. It's a grabby... It's a crabby, grabby crab. Crabby, grabby, crab. One could say this crabby is pretty grabby. I will, so that's what I will say. Mm. You, uh, you crabby, grabby crab. Just like, we don't want to hurt you, you, you bulls. Yeah. And uh, try to viciously mock this one that's uh, grabbing onto me. All right, so that's a saving throw. A wisdom? Wisdom saving throw. DC uh, 15. That's a fail. Uh, yep, big time fail. Uh, Sweet. That is, I'm level five, so that's 2d4 damage, psychic damage. And, um, if, like, I, I would also like to try to, like, actually part that 
with my, um, you know, crabby mimicking, like, hey, we don't want to have to kill you, but... Okay. Um, Go ahead and roll me a persuasion to... check while you're doing my this. Pleasure. Um, that's seven points of psychic damage. Seven points. And As... this is towards the crayfish, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, and then I rolled a... Let's see, you said persuasion? Yeah, persuasion to try to. I mean, this is like a psychic thing Trying you're doing. You're using your magic and your uh, social that, interaction here. I'll, I'll grant that to you. Yeah, that'll be a twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Um, something in the room just changes a little bit in their body language when you say that. It's like it's a little bit less frenzied thrashing from the crayfish and a little bit less menacing from the big crab and more like they seem like they're maybe a little bit fearful, but uh, they're they're like taking within their squares, you know, an inching step backwards instead of lunging at you right now. Awesome. Um, I think that's gonna be my turn. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, and yeah, I can't, can't leave the grappled area unless it let go, okay. but I doubt that. Nah, I didn't let go of you. Okay. Okay, don't, don't next die. in the order we'll is Karzalek. Alright, Karzalek, he wants he wants to get this this these little pincers off his pal here. So uh you know, Dex saves is uh, tied with it. Here comes the long sword. First he'll use half his movement speed to pull it out of the yeah. luck. Okay. Spit out yeah. a huge glob of unidentifiable gloop. Um, oh god. <laughs> and take a and, and take a swing. Um okay. All right, so the first one's coming in at, uh, yeah, at Crayfish. First one's coming in at uh, 14 to hit. Okay, your sword clatters off the shell of the Crayfish, and I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Yep, here we go. <laughs> That's a full This ruined you guys. <laughs> and you stand up, and now you fall on your ass this time, and oh you're, you're making a, a mud angel on the ground just, when you fall. I hear that yakety sax This room so far has been a yakety sax moment for sure. Um, Alright, uh, one more swing at disadvantage. Okay. Alright, disadvantage. That's still a 14. Damn 14. it. <laughs> yeah, you got a 24 on the other one, man. Uh, yep. That's uh, okay. Yeah, no, just tongue, ting, and you guys just see cars like flailing over there. He's, he's trying, he's trying. trying real hard, but you're trying from the ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's it, end of turn. All right, end of his turn. Now it's the big crab's turn. And in the moment that this has all been happening kind of like simultaneously, I'm not going to penalize you guys for Karzalek maintaining his no offense, Jesse. Completely ineffectual attacks uh, against <laughs> no, this guy taken. right now. Uh, even though Trees just tried to do a little bit of mid-combat diplomacy, as it were. So the big crab is going to scuttle towards Trees, which would provoke an attack of opportunity from Karzalek if you would like to make one at disadvantage. But think, it, it's moving in a... It, oh, yeah, from you too, from Crow and Karzalek. But it's moving around the crayfish, and it doesn't look like it's moving with the intent to attack. It, it's right. antennae elongate and start probing in the direction of trees, and it just starts scuttling in that direction a couple of steps over. Ooh. And it is going to make a check here really quick. Um, uh, what are Tree's actual intentions, Michael? 
Um, what what um, are Tree's actual intentions in this moment? Like what what's in yeah. Tree's heart? I really don't want these things to have to die. Yeah. Yeah. You legitimately want, don't just, want to be violent. Yeah, for sure. No, it's it it's reads that awesome. from yeah. you with a, a successful check here. Just it reads that you don't want to be violent, and it <laughs> seems. At this moment, you're just kind of reminded about like times that you've interacted with other really large beasts before. Like it just doesn't seem like it's that intelligent, but it's like more spooked and alarmed than it is like trying to murder somebody in this room. Um, and you seem like it. It initially was grabbed by your attention, right? You know, you you distracted it, and then now you've like hurt its aggressive friend and only barely scratched this thing. Nobody's really hurt this thing. Uh, so it is going to move towards you and do that. Um, As it comes near me, I'm like also just like mimicking its behavior and like using my <laughs> uh, paws, like claws and like, then like eventually, like I think we like touch claws or something in like some sort of like peaceful gesture. Okay. Yeah, you guys reach out and have an ET moment. Yeah, totally. Like, boo, claw to giant claw. Well, um, the other one is still just grabbed on. <laughs> yeah, the other one is writhing in the mud with uh, with you and Karzalek and Crow trying to murder everything in this room. Uh, okay, that is its turn. And now it's the crayfish's turn. And it is going to make a strike at you, Trees, trying to grab you further. So it does have disadvantage next attack roll because it right it has uh, on all all of these rolls. So oh, the crawfish, it, the crawfish failed oh, cool. and has four, four yeah. rounds of its of the, the Nord game card. So I missed. That. No, no, it was the crayfish. The hermit cool. crab has been just it just missed a couple of times. But it actually hasn't gotcha. uh, hasn't rolled that bad. So uh, backwards, with good. disadvantage, yeah, they're very similar monsters. With disadvantage, it does not deal any crushing damage to you. So you are fine, Trees. Uh, and then with its other attack, with the other claw, it is going to reach for Crow. Okay. It's your armor class right now? 20. Yeah, with disadvantage, it does not make purchase. Clang off the shield again. <laughs> and what now we are back. Feel? It's fucking bad. Uh, it's pissed off, yo. Now, uh, Crow, you're up. Interesting. So we have the big crab is seemingly curious and not as hostile, but the crawfish is still just trying to hurt us. Yeah, is that I'm is getting. exactly the scenario right now. Okay. Um, I will. Uh, I think I'll do an attack again, but using the booming blade cantrip. Okay. Uh, to, to avoid hurting the big crab and possibly provoking it again. Got it. Um, here we go. That's an 11. Jeez. 11. Tang. You guys are just trading, glancing <laughs> blows. They're over 10s, but they're not high enough from either of you. Yeah, and um, I think I make move a little closer to the big crab. Um, okay, stepping kind of across yeah. Cars Elect's fallen body. Yeah. Oh, and uh, dexterity <laughs> saving throw, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, just dexterity kind of saving over throw. Yes, from the attack that you made. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Um, I kind of give Cars a apologetic look because I just <laughs> step over <laughs> him. Fully over him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dex saving throw is a 20. 
Spicy. Yep. You you are nimble and fine in here. You uh, remember uh, one of the times in Aglanod when you guys went out hunting and it just rained the entire trip and you just sort of adopt that sort of a stance and trudge through the mud, planting your feet very firmly. Nice. Yep. And that's my turn. Okie dokie. Next in the order, <laughs> at the end of round three, Bart. You're, uh, you're like up to your chest in mud now, but you're standing on a step. Okay. How hurt are people looking, by the way? Quick table talk while I have this. I don't think that hurt. I'm just as a this GM. I don't fine. think you guys, you guys don't okay. look that hurt right now. I think you guys just yeah, burned just a bunch of healing. a little. Yeah, yeah you burned a bunch of healing. Just, just not real. Oh, well, maybe don't listen to me. Uh, 17 is not that much. What's your maximum though? 35. Yeah. So about 50%. So yeah, I have bad what HP. What about what about Dap? How is Dap? So uh, Dap, Dap is the. So I'm assuming I, the Dap benefit. He benefited from the yes. totem off healing as well, yeah. right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Dap is at 12 out of 18 HP. Okay. Not terrible. So, no. Bart is going to step a little bit up here to get back in vision here and okay. is going to uh, cantrip uh, blowing some bugs at the smaller crab this time, hoping it'll be more effective than against the big crab. Okay. And then we'll bonus action uh, healing word on trees. So everybody okay. will regain 5 HP again. Ooh, that's right. Nice. It's a cool ability. It's a very cool ability. And back to full. Thank you. I wish it worked when I cast healing spells too. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So then trees, you gain five plus. uh, So uh, you gain 12 HP back. Oh, frick yeah. Dude. So good. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice totem. Um, And then a constitution saving throw from the small. Okay, small yeah. crab. Uh, the uh, small, small crab is a cra- it's a crayfish. Yeah, crayfish you guys, yeah, sorry. crayfish is a different <laughs> animal. Uh, uh, wow, natural one. Okay, so it's going to take one d six poison damage as these little okay. mites swarm all over. Let me get my d six out here. It's going to take two points of poison damage. Oh yeah, got it. Oh yeah. And now and now it has to move five feet in a random direction. Oh god. Okay. I'll roll for that. Um, okay. I got a good dice here for that. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Okay. It is going to move in not a great direction, I guess, for it. It is cutting itself off. It moves towards one of the doors uh, away from Crow and away from cars. Okay. So that's your forced movement. It's not it forced. It's not forced, is the thing. Well, ha- well, that's a fuzzy definition right there. So, did you not cast a spell to force the movement, though? Uh, but the thing is, it depends on whether I'm moving or whether it chooses to move. The target must succeed in a Constitution saving throw. Rose damage and move, and it moves and moves five feet in a random direction. If it can move and its speed is at least five feet. Right, but that's. I'm, I Still think so. Movement. Like it's not voluntarily moving; it's move action, right? Um, uh, let me look it up really quick. I'm looking it up right now as we speak, but I uh, 
this, this is one of those gray areas that I think for time saving, right now, I'm just going to rule on it and we can do it in the SRD errata later. Okay, um, that's fine. So this to me constitutes a textbook definition of forced movement. It did not use its move action to do this. So no worries, just skip me, it for now. I'll look it up. That, there's no other example of non-forced movement that I can think of out of your own turn, right? Mm -hmm. So this is forced movement does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. Yep. End of your turn? Yep, that should be it. Okay. Very cool. Round four, top of the order, trees. Sorry, I was just looking up rules. Um, yeah, that's it's fine. my turn. Your turn now. Okay, I'm still having this ET moment, right? While everyone's this just ET bashing moment. on this crawfish. Yeah. Right next Get them to me. out! Get them out, trees! Ah, <laughs> uh, like, can, can I get the, the big ones vibe on the other one? Why? Um, like, is it distressed by this other one? Will it be okay with us killing this little aggressive one? Like, I don't know if it actually really is operating even on that level. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, so, like, it's a big friendly bear, and this thing is a feisty little smart thing, apparently. Not a bad analysis. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we're going to just keep trying to take this feisty little crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> One spicy little crawfish. That might be the episode yeah. name right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I will just say, why, why won't you fry? <laughs> and uh, uh, and viciously mock it as I'm uh, still crabbing with the other friend. <laughs> okay. That's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. DC 15. Natural 19. It saves. Dang. Oh man. Um, okay. That's my thing. Um, Bart, how are you looking? I am fine, full health. Fine. So. Okay. Um, I guess... Well, do you guys think we're going to short rest after this? Or, uh... I don't even know. No, after no way this of even means. <laughs> you guys um, are probably okay. fine on HP right now, but yeah. I don't know what the meta decision here would be. But I right now, we'll just, you got yeah. two crustaceans flanking you. Mm -hmm. um, um, actually, yeah, this, yeah, this is I'm just not gonna save my stuff. So, yeah, that'll be it for me. Okay, next in the order, Garzalek. You're Garzalek on the ground still. He's gonna spend half his movement speed to get up, and he's not gonna spit out any goop because he thinks he just swallowed <laughs> it on that last spell. Oh, so man. Yeah. That's so gross. How long <laughs> have they been in here? Is <laughs> that uh, uh, really like... mud? God, he's got how long have these crabs oh, been here? Man. So, He's gonna march over and he's just gonna, I mean, seeing this, like, is it kind of, is it noticeable that this giant crab is like kind of chilling out with trees? Like, yeah, okay, no, it's, it's like, it's clearly like distracted more by trees and it's like fascinated by trees. Okay. Well, as long as this smaller crab is menacing trees, Cars is gonna do his best to take it off. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll real die here because I, I, I'm gonna just mix up my methods here. Let's see. Okay, so okay. one long sword attack. That, okay, that's a natural 18 plus 7. But, you know, yep, that's that'll like, hit. Yeah, that'll and hit. That's okay. on, you're doing it on the crayfish, correct? Correct, on the crayfish. So okay, damage I'll move you up to, to the... Oh, sorry. I was looking at crow. Carry on. Oh. Oh, yeah, uh, let's see. 
Oh, minimal on the roll. That's just uh, five points of slashing and then five a dex points save. Of slashing and a dex save. Yep. Okay, dex save. You got it. That's a three on a real die. Oh, boy. And your bonus isn't <laughs> plus seven for the DC 10 dexterity saving throw that you guys got to make to not fall down in here. <laughs> um, so, Ben, would you like to narrate how Cars eats it this time? Yeah, I think so. You did your Christ. back. You did your front. This time, I think you, you get up and you, you maybe you give yourself like a little talking to like, okay, I'm not going to fall down this time. And then you come rushing over, you raise your sword over your head, and you fall like right before you hit it, but you also hit it. And you just like skid up against <laughs> the wall a little bit. Cars is now, just <laughs> oh, oh, I will say on that last uh, hit, not that it really matters with the sheer amount of disadvantage this poor little crab has, but cars will mark it. Um, okay, sure. And it has ultimate disadvantage now. Yeah, cars is just going to swear and take another swing with disadvantage on this thing. Okay. Um, that's only a 14, so I know that's uh, not a 14 hit. does not hit. Yeah, are, it does not have wait, that AC. Uh, that's it. Are, are we flanking it? I guess he can't benefit from flanking if he's prone. I don't um, know. Um, I don't, I mean, I I guess flanking, I, I feel like that overrides. Like you're yeah, attacking yeah. from. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I might make an exception. Yeah, no, totally. That's a good question, though. I might make an exception in a case where, like, you could actually like just reach out and do something, but like with a sword attack wearing plate armor, like I right. think cars like even, to be standing. Even if it balanced out with between disadvantage, like, still that was a fourteen. So cars missed right. either way. So, okay, okay, there you go. It's a done deal. Yeah. Okay, end of your Car turn. Cars, yeah, is, yeah. I mean, I think the, he took the most damage he took was his ego so far in this yeah. fight. But you've done some damage. You just have also slid around this chamber of possibly just 100% crab poop. Um, I mean, no, this was the um, beginning when Cars actually patented the um, Kazurian slip and slide. This oh, is God. A, uh, this is the origin <laughs> story. That's what the whole campaign's about. Um, so uh, next up is the big crab. And it is going to kind of take stock of the room after this ET moment finishes over that six seconds. And it looks around frantically like, oh no. And you guys can all kind of see like, it's it's aware of what's going on, but it, it's, it's operating on a very different wavelength than uh, the crayfish or any creatures you've really spent much time with probably. And it just sort of skitters back it would provoke an attack of opportunity from both trees and crow because you're technically threatening it, but I'm assuming you don't nah, want to take it. I'll pass. It skitters can, back and it. Go ahead. Oh, can I take a hug of opportunity? No, I think if you even reach for it, that's like, you know, that's that's a yeah. very right. different uh, moment. But it, it, right. it's going to like disengage here. Literally, it's going to disengage. And so I guess it won't know attacks of opportunity. I should have yeah. said that. Um, it, it just disengages and kind of circles around almost like it's going back to its spot in the middle of the room. Like that's where it feels safe. Aww. Um, Cutie pie. That is the big crabbo's turn. Next up is the angry fucking crayfish who is going to go <laughs> and vibrate at this high pitched frequency and make an attack against trees and an attack against Karzalek with advantage on Karzalek. Disadvantage, right? Doesn't it, still have it cancels oh, well, out, right? It cancels out in this case because it has advantage yeah. and disadvantages, and it's standing. So either way, though, it rolled a seven and an eight. Um, so nope on Karzalek, and then on trees, natural twenty. 
From a named crayfish. Named crayfish. So let me get my crit hits for GMs. That is awesome. Episode title: Who's your crawdaddy? Who's your crawdaddy? Who's your crawdaddy? Oh my goodness. Okay, let's draw this card. Would this be a time? I mean, it doesn't. I could. I could cutting words the damage roll, and that you would... Good. Let's see what the damage is. First, yeah. we're going to see what the uh, the crit is. This little piggy. <laughs> Did your it confirm? speed... So, trees, your uh -huh. speed... It, uh, yeah, it confirmed here. Cool. It, your speed is reduced by one half until you finish a short rest <laughs> as it goes wa-boom with its, its clippers <laughs> down onto you, on one of your paws, on your, your feet. Um, on here... Uh, oh, and I need to roll damage. Damage is going to be doubled. Uh, where is the damage on this thing? Yeah, it could have been one of those quad damage crits. It could have been. It very well could have been. Here's damage. Uh, 12 damage. 12 bludgeoning damage is dealt to you. Damn. Okay. I guess I'll take that. I could use my inspiration, my bardic, do something. Well, up to you to make that decision. Um, I mean, we're gonna short rest at some point soon, hopefully. Anyways. You might, I might as well. Yeah, and I think cutting words actually would make it pretty, um, because it would subtract my roll from the die roll and not total oh. roll. But I think that's up okay. to you. I put it in the well, chat. I still have the die roll, so. Yeah, so I'm uh, gonna I'm total? gonna use my cutting words as my reaction. I rolled a six, so original die roll minus six. Wow, that's a big deal. Okay, so you. Oh wait, so I, as it's doing this, <laughs> okay, I'm just like dead fish cray, dead fish cray. Wow, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, yes. yeah, um, you dykes. You reduce the the fundamental damage of it completely. So you just take two bludgeoning damage. Very nice. That's a that's had a good five on the die. If this was Darkest Dungeon though, all of our stress levels just went up like twelve. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, okay, so that's your turn, and sorry, that's that's its turn. Yeah, that um, was my reaction. Two attacks as your reaction. I, I get confused there. Crow, you are up. This thing Incredible. is still alive. I think. I mean, she's literally kind of laughing at cars at this point. She just can't. Help it. It's just so absurd. <laughs> what's happening over there? And I think she's just gonna try to hopefully uh, finish this thing off if she can. So. Um, Another booming blade attack sounds good Make to that me. that attack. We'll see what the hit to hit is. Yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> a ten. ten. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, that's a, that's a miss. Dexterity saving throw, please. All right. <laughs> I would love it if you fell down on this time after you said that you're laughing at cars like that would just be good. No. Uh, 21. I, I can't, I can't no. roll below 20 on my deck saves, but I can't roll above 10 on my attacks. Amazing. Come on. Come on, so, Come on. yeah, you do not fall. Uh, very sure-footed, Crow is. Uh, but is that your turn? 
Yeah, I think she's just attacking a little too carefully, trying not to get herself yeah, dirty. Yeah. Can't yeah. quite do it. Cards yeah, like going all in and just like eating shit on every scene. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm sorry. You attack with advantage? Uh, did I? I did not. You should, because you're flanking. Ooh. Okay, cool. Um, I'll Give me one more attack re-roll. here. And we'll keep right. your deck straight. Ooh. 15. That is exactly the armor. All class. right, let's. All right, uh, deal your damage now. Okay, so. Um, the piercing damage will be uh, only seven this time for piercing and damage. And describe your kill. I think she's just literally trying not to crack up at cars the whole time. Like, Difling a laugh, you walk up. Yeah, she just like it's holding on to trees and it's raging. The whole thing is just deeply silly. And she just kind of <laughs> casually slides the rapier through like a, a little crack in its carapace. Yeah, like right underneath the base of where its head is. Yeah. Its thorax there. Just... Which is how you kill a lobster with a, yeah, with a chef just, knife. So. You just like you think back to that camping trip where it rained the whole time. And when you pulled a bunch of crayfish from the river and had a big boil and what you guys did when you prepared them and cleaned them and when you uh you you did bigger shellfish in the past and you just you know like here we go yeah yeah and And... you are out of initiative order and there is a hermit crab listing about in the middle of the room looking skittish especially in the moments following when the crayfish gets killed. He's looking at all of you and sensing at all of you. What do you do? Um, Crow has an idea. Um, she is going to... Seeing Car is probably still on the ground. Uh, she just reaches down and grabs the sack that he carries around. And she'll, <laughs> she'll fish around for that uh, that little bag of fish heads that we just got. Oh. And she'll, she'll kind of walk slowly, slowly forward, holding um, fish head out in front of her as like okay, a little kind bit of little snack for the hermit crab. Okay. First, this is what happens. First, you get a mark of heroism for using the fish heads in a mechanical oh, yeah. way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Uh, a great go ahead move. and mark that down. That's a really great move. It looks at you with these alien eyes and its antenna reach out. And I'm sure it takes a lot of willpower to like walk towards this thing, especially yeah. after its companion was attacking you. And it even attacked cars like a couple of times. And your history with giant creatures, too. Yeah, Um, exactly. You move towards it, and it reaches out its ginger, smaller feeder claw and reaches for the fish head. And if you give it to it, it will take it. Yeah, I'll give it to it. It takes it, and it plops it into its mandibles and goes chomp, 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 chomp. And you see how elaborate the workings of its mouth are. And just like what a marvel of engineering this thing is as it just inhales that fish head. And I want you to uh, make me a perception check while you do that. Okay. Uh, Let me see. Perception gives me a a 10. 
Because I cut heroism no, with the <laughs> I don't think you need to. Okay, with that, you notice something. There's something wrong with one of its legs. Like injury wrong? Or just I don't know if it looks like an injury, but it's different. Like you look around and like you're struck by one of its legs looking a little different. Okay. Um I'll take another fish head out and I wanna okay. toss it on the ground. Um kind of in front of it to where it would have its hurt leg and hopefully it's back to okay. Bart's direction. And uh Crow will motion to Bart and say, Bart, uh, come look at this. And uh you know point out the leg. To okay, Bart. so you start feeding it fish heads. And yeah, I'm trying to not use all of them up. Okay. How many uh, do you actually, have? Uh, I'm not sure if you specified. Let me look. Let's roll for fish heads. Roll for fish Ooh. heads. There's your title right there. Actually, you did roll. say it says oh, six okay. loaded fish heads. No there rolling you go. For so, fish heads. Today. Okay. Thank. I I usually try to specify weird things like that. So yeah. okay. <laughs> um, okay. So two fish heads have been used now. Yep. Go ahead and mark it. two down your fish head count. I got all my fish um, head track. <laughs> What's your fish head modifier? Um, <laughs> so you. You're feeding this thing, and it's it's pretty fascinated by this stimulus that it's getting. And it, I don't know if it really even understands the concept of like life and death in the same way that you might. It doesn't seem to regard the still body of the crayfish oozing ichor from inside it as anything. It, it's just like it almost it like it's never happened at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's it's eating and, and Bart, did you want to come up and take a look at it? Yeah, I think maybe like flavor wise, uh, cast mage hand and kind of like try to like, I don't know, maybe gently nudge the limb yeah. in a direction when it moves to try to take a yeah, look yeah. at it. And see it like on a closer investigation, especially with you guys turning it away from you and your mage hand sort of moves across it and your mage hand feels that there's no life in this limb at all. In fact, this limb is not even a natural part of a crab body. It's a prosthesis. And mm. it also looks like it's not seated quite right. Can I try to be gently like reseat it? Like almost like I'm straightening a dislocated yeah. leg or something like that? Why don't you give me an animal handling check? Any animal handlers? in chat let's go <laughs> yes that's a natural 19 for a total of a nice. 26 that is how Very this good. moment should go narratively you guys failed and we're like ruby initiative the crab's gonna fucking eat you no no like uh, <laughs> i don't think that's, that's like the binary options there but um but yeah you you reach out and like i think it may be i'll say you have to burn one more fish head to fascinate it okay, while you sure. do this. I don't but, know. They are uh, valuable, apparently. They're super valuable. <laughs> you can vendor those. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh, take one more away. Okay. You, you you burn one more fish head when Bart like holds up a hand like it's try it's not it's not distracted enough. Just give me one more second. And and the two of you work together, probably for the first time in, in this way, maybe we see a scene of, of the two of you saddling up your horses when you uh went out with Molly one time and, and Bart, you showing Crow something and Crow being like, I already know that. And you guys help this crab reseat this giant faux bamboo staff that you saw leaning against the rock is what you thought you saw. 
uh, and you reseat this artificial appendage and it rotates after it finishes its fish and it sort of moves its body in this way like it's testing out its limbs like it like it realizes what you've done and then as quickly as it rose from its position in the middle of the room it starts to circle the site the little circle of boulders here and do what a dog would do yeah making its bed that's cute. Do you guys do anything before it, it, it finishes? Uh, I think Crow is thinking maybe this is a better mount for cars than that <laughs> awful, disgusting <laughs> Amazing. thing. Amazing. A hermit crab mounted dwarf would be a really unique character. <laughs> oh, man. Cars well, I, think, cars I think in the moment she's more scared of it. No, uh, that makes sense. Finding yeah. a reason to eat us, so she'll just let it go. I think Anyone Bart else? will Bart will pat it on the head with Mage Hand and like whisper something to it in uh, Sylvan, just like Isbeth Murfa, like sleep well, crap little crap. As person. it's about to sleep well, when you whisper this, it perks up its sensors and its compound eyes lean forwards towards you, and you just sense like this presence on the other end of the telepathic phone line there. It doesn't have any words, but it understands you. You get the sense that when you were trying to talk to the very angry crayfish before, maybe this thing was just asleep. Okay. Um. I am hmm. going to... Do I get the... I get the feeling that this thing is te te telepathically kind of linked to me right now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like it, okay. it's like it's it doesn't have a way of verbally communicating to you. Right. Um, it doesn't have like its sound making capabilities are like clicks. So it's something that even with your druidic magic is just it's kind of alien. And sure. you've never encountered one of these creatures before. But it, it seems like genuinely interested in you and it leans down at you like it's 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 mind to your mind right now what are you trying to say to okay bart is going to think of two things very strongly in order and wave at okay. the doors one at a time to see what this how this thing reacts okay. first going to think of molly and then like points to the to the west, the north, and the east, and see if the crab makes any reactions. Okay. As you point in the different directions, it bristles its antennae in a couple of different ways, um, just like kind of reacting to you is what it seems like. But if you hold your hand on one of the doors, like you know, pointing in one mm -hmm. direction, it it also seems to reach out with its feeder claw. Like holding its big claw really close to it, it reaches out and points in the same direction as you, as you point around. Okay, but it doesn't seem to make any reaction to me, like projecting the image of Molly. No, no, you you feel like maybe its its connection to you is really surface level, um, and it's trying as hard as it can, but its consciousness is just so vastly different than yours. Okay. Um, all right, well then, Bart is going to make 
gonna think about the pr- after like realizing that he can't communicate in probably such complicated terms as showing exactly, a picture yeah, of a thing that is, Bart is then going to back up a step and is then going to um, hold up his well, let's see what do I have anything I have the broken the broken handle of my shovel that is no longer okay, a functional yeah. shovel oh man in, in the <laughs> same way as I saw the the figure holding the staff on in the little uh the little mm. scene that we saw before. Yeah. I'm going to project the image of the the, the vision of the staff that I have you in the vision my head. Of the staff, and you hold it out in the same yeah like, same body language. Okay. And then I'll point again. And it rotates with you as you point at the different doors, and you you start with the the one on your left, and it rotates with you. Nothing changes. It points to the one to the north. Rotates with you. Nothing changes. And then your your hand reaches while you're mimicking this body language on the far east door. And it raises up its large claw and just goes like, click, 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 click. Okay. There we go, boys! <laughs> let's get this thick! Right. And it starts to move. <laughs> Yo, let's get this thick. Slowly, it starts to move towards that door. And trees, do you do you want to stay where you are as it moves in that direction? You're sort of between I, it and the door. I crabbly bow in reverence and back away, allowing okay. space. And it moves over its companion, and as it reaches forward with a large claw towards the door, you guys can see the small claw is already getting to work on its former companion, devouring its carcass. Yummy. Mm. And it reaches out the large claw and brushes aside this door made of beaten bronze like it's nothing. And there's a chamber before you. Let me tell you what you guys see. (gasps) Yay. Hmm. Hold on. Yo, dude, this giant crab's pretty dope. You should, like, a... toss, toss fish heads in front of it and get it to walk down the hallway dude, first. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Just get, just get a fishing pole with a fish head on it. And then we just oh, yeah. Them. And oh, right yeah. on top. <laughs> that I sounds good, actually. High around with this thing. Okay, so ahead of you, though, is this corridor past the, you know, five-foot-wide door. You can see through it. Um, there's a... 10 foot wide passageway with a 20 foot high ceiling going around the corner actually um, up ahead it looks like this passageway curves to the left um, but ahead of you is a bit of distance the walls of this corridor are wet and slimy and the stucco covering inside there you can even see from here has become saturated with water and is decomposing and sloughing off in spots there's patches missing on the southern wall Uh, It's exposing the seams of a large stone block from which this structure was built. The tightly fitted stone, trees, you can see this. The tightly fitted stone here seems like one looks different. Right here. One of these stones does not look like the others. And then there's a hallway that curves around. Touch it. I'm not sure if I saw which stone you're talking about. Doesn't on look the, like the southern other. wall in one of the middle 
you might not see anything on the map, but you see mm. something as trees. Okay. Um, gotcha. That there's part of the wall where there's a bit of stucco that has just fallen away, and you think that must be what the majority of the mud down here is, is this wet stucco falling and pooling in this room. Um, and one of the patches there, it's like limestone block, limestone block, limestone block, and there's one block that's like distinctly a different color. And Patrick, I'm the one who sees that? You're, because of the angle of which you're standing okay. at, the you're the one that sees that. Okay. Uh, anybody, can, can anybody see this? Uh, we got any more of those fish heads? Uh, just kind of, yeah, give him a weird smile and hand him the sack of four fish heads. I, I don't need those. Okay, I'll hold the bag open like he's yeah. trick-or-treating. Can, can I uh, <laughs> make, cast Mage Hand and uh, Mage Hand one of the fish heads out and lead it over in front yes, of you our... may absolutely do that and you lead it towards the door? Um, yeah, I just like kind of float the uh, fish head in front of our Okay. As we are like kind of tailing behind it, I think. Sure. I just, so like, it, it, as the yeah. as the fish head goes through the door, the crab begins to follow, and then yeah. it comes to where the door and the wall meet, and you see its shell go bonk against the door. Oh. It cannot go <laughs> any farther. And it seems like it knows that sensation all too well. And like a Roomba starts rotating and going back around the room. <laughs> Give it the fish head. Dang. It did a good job. Yeah, it tried. I float the fish head. Even Crow thinks that? Yeah, I think so. Down to th it, it three cannot fish fit through. So the door here is there's a five foot wide door, and then there's like a five foot section of wall. Oh, I see now. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, seeing that before. I, I actually okay. fucked up the dynamic lighting. Let me uh, redraw it here the right way. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go. Bart yeah, is going to so think... wave to the crab and then move forward. It waves back at you with its little feeder claw. Oh. Do the and it, it goes back. If, if there's no anyone else interacting with it, maybe it sends like a couple of probing antennae towards Dap for a second, and then just like goes towards the center Does of it... the room and settles. Does it doesn't doesn't try to kill Dap or anything. No, it doesn't <laughs> automatically try to kill anything. Oh man. Uh, yeah, Car <laughs> knowing this is like a smaller doorway, Cars will just make sure Dap is kind of just in a state of chill. Um, yeah. And like, just kind of give it that look and try to like, you know, like give him the eyes, like point at the eyes, point at his eyes, like, okay, like I, I know you're here. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'll be back. Okay. So, um, you guys going into this room? Yeah. Hell I think yeah. Okay. Why don't you guys talk amongst yourselves and establish a marching order while I grab a drink? Sweet. Uh, does trees uh, mention this suspicious block? Yeah, for sure. So maybe like What's use your mage hand to touch it. See if it does anything. I'm like very gun shy about the hallway at this point, so. Yeah, this place seems very slippery. I don't want to touch anything. I think Bart is feeling kind of aggressive because uh, he was looking for this thing and kind of wants to be the one to find it. So I think we're also Bart, slowly think, dying. Yeah, you, we're slowly dying. 
I think Bart would try to go first unless anybody else is yeah. trying to stop me from going first. No, we'll not, we'll not stop you anyway. As I notice here. you huff in front of us, I'm just like, oh, make sure to check out that weird tile over there. Uh, uh, take a look, trees. Just give me a moment and I'm going right, to go in and roll right some dice. You. Whatever the DM tells me to roll. Um, and I'll also, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have torches, but I can mage hand a torch if you need that. Well, I've got I've got my hat now, so I'm good. Oh, nice. My my lovely scuba diving. I'm a scuba diving goblin with dark vision now. Okay, that's <laughs> <It's> fine. Oh <laughs> yeah. Lore is confirmed. I need to update. I need to edit a scuba helm on my on my token, just so that mm, it represents fun. my character. It's a little like like wooden crown, I think, right? It's kind of cute. A little wooden Bulbador crown. You mean I shouldn't be using? I'm gonna draw. Uh, let's see, I'll, a little bathosphere helmet. That, that could be me, right? Yeah. That could be that. That could be the new Bart token. I'm thinking of like the Pathfinder space or the Starfinder space goblins that always have like just the fishbowl that's cracked and has tape on it as their space oh, yeah. helmet. There you go. <laughs> think that Bart at this point is feeling like once the environment starts to hurt hurt you yeah I'm, I'm trying Got to get the quick. fuck out of here let's move yeah and table talk wise you can cast uh, the party hut as a ritual right so you can exactly. keep doing it yeah so yeah. we could use it for so a it short only, rest soon yeah it only like even in this hallway so marching order is Bart who's after Bart treat unless treat? anybody's uh, wanting to go Right no. after Bart. Uh, uh, Crow will go last, I think, in this case. Okay. Cars okay. will slip into third, and we're good. And Bart, you do have dark vision now from the crown? Yes, because of my okay. cool hat. Yeah, so there's no torches or anything. Right yep. now, you guys are just moving ahead in the darkness. We're you're selling it, baby. Yeah. Amazing. Um, okay, so with that marching order established, um, what's the plan here? Are you just going to enter the like you, oh, yeah. trees? You relayed the... Uh, the information that yeah, I was like, look out um, for that weird tile as I start pulling out okay. my bow and arrow. Oh, press that weird tile! Is that what you <laughs> so, said? So, look out, I said, weird watch tile. out for it. So, what are you? What are you? You're moving just down the hall, trying to go past yeah. it. So, and Bart, Bart is mo- moving like uh, he's kind of aggressively looking for the staff at this point since he's getting close to sure. it, right? So he's being yeah. a little bit greedy, a little bit aggressive. So he's going to want to investigate things as he's moving okay. by, but is also worried about dying from the toxic air. Sure. So, sure. so what can what I where translate is this, to? Where is this tile that is being mentioned? I'll I'll there. draw a little thing on it. Uh, so you want you me to tap it, Bart? Different. I do have mage um, hand up. The the one tile here looks different right there. Can you see that thing? Yeah. Okay. So then, when Bart gets there, maybe Bart will turn to trees and ask trees to tap it with the mage hand. So it does just look like a, you know, it was under the stucco that was coating the walls in this room, preventing the large stones from being just exposed. And now okay. this sloughed off patch has one stone that is a different color. Okay. So you well, want to reach out with Mage Hand and touch it? I'm going to knock like it's a door with my Mage Paw. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me see what happens here. Um. Ba, 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 ba. 
Um, yeah, you knock on this block, and <laughs> it's like wrapping your knuckles against a mountain. It's so dense and hard and large. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't, there's no resonation whatsoever. Also, no trap triggers, no nothing. Uh, it seems like this one block just is different than the others. Uh, and it's pretty big. He just okay. whispered to Bart, looks like nobody's home. That's right. <laughs> and then Bart is going to step here. And Bart is going to still kind of like examine and he's going to run his actual hand over it while moving in front of it. And yeah, run your hand over it. Okay. Yeah, yeah like, like kind of glancing. Um, so like checking it out as well. Okay. So Bart, you, but you're running your hand over the, the tile. Yes, here? the tile. So yep. Put yourself in one square, each of you guys. Like there. Can't be Got in. it. That's where I okay. start to run my hand yeah. over it from okay. side to side. You run your hand over it and you take one acid damage as you burn Ew. the tips of your fingers. Even if you're wearing gloves, through Damn. the gloves, it corrodes immediately. Uh, are you wearing gloves? Just curious. Uh, not, not in any, like, not necessarily. Not no until now gloves, when I yeah, asked. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, so, no. <laughs> yeah, so you run your bare hands across it, and the tips of your fingers immediately start to sting, and you take one acid damage. Uh, yeah. Do you guys do anything in reaction to that? I mean, I'll pull my hand away. <laughs> you pull your hand away, and it stings. Yeah. Anyone else? Shit. Um, Corrosive, Bart will say. Just examine it a little bit and then keep moving. That is what Bart's reaction Any, But is. anyone else have anything else they want to do here? Do we notice any other thing or anything about this thing? There's just like this weird tile in the wall. Um, yeah, as as Bart probably like winces a little bit from the pain mm -hmm. in front of you, uh, it does just look a little different than the other stones, but you don't really know what that means. Bart, you need you take another damage. Uh, even when I take my hand away from it? Yep. The, uh, the acid on your fingertips is seemingly burning into your flesh right now. Do you do oh, anything Jesus. about that? All right. Yeah, I will, uh, stick it into the earth and try to rub off the The earth? On the ground, yeah. The dirt. So the, the corroded stucco? Uh. That's coating the uh, floor? You stick it no into your, you take another one point of acid damage. Okay, Bart is going to go back into this room and brush it off in the dirt. Um, here, you it takes you a little while to feel like you've actually gotten it all off. Let me see really quickly here. Um, yeah, I'm going to need to take one more point of damage until you eventually wash it away with the, the water content in this mud. Okay. All right. Then uh, uh, maybe everybody Bart... that came in contact with that scene, so everybody was there. Roll me a nature check. Nature, nature. check. That's a 17 for Karzalek. Okay. 17 for Karzalek. 16 for Bart. 16 for Bart. I rolled. I rolled a hot six. A hot six and a hot seven from Zach. So, yeah. Uh, the Jared underground. <laughs> the, the two of you who descend from hard. folks who live underground, it takes you just a moment or two, you know, like within a minute, Bart, you're cursing yourself because you know what this is. This is wet lime. Uh, mm -hmm. Lime is just corrosive and it cannot be simply um, wiped away in, in a moment, you know, unless you right. actually use something to remove it. 
um, it <laughs> is live yeah, and continues keyboard. to corrode fish head on it. where it had contact. That honestly probably would have worked almost as well as the mud. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. Um, you didn't, how big is this you stone, Ben? One more time. Uh, let me tell you how big this stone is. Um, the stone is about six feet tall, three feet wide. Okay. Um, can Cars approach it, put his shield against it, and put his full weight behind the shield? Absolutely. As you right. do that, you feel yeah. it just does not move, but you think that maybe if you all worked together, you could do it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put my back against the wall and put my feet on Karzalek's back as Karzalek What kind of armor are you wearing, Trees? God, uh, studded leather. Okay. Oh, shit. Um your leather armor starts to smell just a little bit, and you're like, what is that? And it's like a chemical reaction kind of mm. smell. I need you to reduce permanently the armor class of your armor by one. Oh no. Oh no. Just from touching the wall. Yikes. Um just from touching the wall. And you realize that within a matter of moments it's going to soak through your armor unless you do something to remove this corrosive stuff that you've just placed across the back of your leather armor. Oh shit. Um, do you have, have a hot idea? second here? Yeah, do I have any idea what kind of thing that would do? Water. That? Um Can no one create water? A cloth. Um, I mean, we have water. Oh, and is our... it uh, Zach's asking in chat, does magic armor make <laughs> a distance, uh, make a difference? And you know what? It does. So scratch what I said about your AC being reduced by one for Ooh. now. What do I you do to remove that. this? Um, Can I, uh, after I saw what happened to Bart, um, I'm going to basically like stop, drop, and roll, and basically lay on my back, <laughs> back in the and, in the mud room. Yeah, and I will just get okay. on my back and propel myself on my back backwards. Okay, so now you room. and Karzalek and one of Bart's hands are just totally coated in this mud, and the hermit crab every once in a while sticks out its antenna <laughs> and just kind of like looks at you guys, like what the fuck, <laughs> and then puts it back into the shell. And Dap croaks in your direction one time. <laughs> Dude, da get Daft to touch it. Maybe he's immune to it. Maybe. There you go. Uh, so so the like armor, the... you're you're able to wash the lime off the armor. So scratch what I said about the Oof. AC reduction. Good catch there, Zach. Because you are wearing Mariner's armor, correct? Yeah. And it's a magical armor. Leather. It says non-magical leather armor won't absorb the lime, Lucky. but each hour of contact with it reduces the armor's AC by one, making the armor useless if its AC becomes 10. An mm. hour of contact? An hour of contact, which is, I, uh, that is for, um, that is for non-magical stuff. So I was actually jumping the gun on multiple accounts there. You're right. It's all good. That's still scary. There's so many yeah. things in this Maybe room, you guys. Just, it's just a just hallway, a really and it's yeah. like there's so many features of this fucking dungeon. <laughs> so, so bear with me I was here. Not expecting that to be like, yeah. oh, you're covered in it. Yeah, it's no, this room seems like it's coated in like in lime acid. So like, okay. or, is, is lime Jeez. alkaline? What? Lime corrosion. Anyway, go I'm on. What are you guys gonna do here? Mud so, for a minute. Cars gets the impression Personally. that this door can be moved with. 
more force. He will call over whoever's willing to step back in and ask him to give him a hand with like one big shove on this thing. I'm just like, yeah, I'll be in in a minute. Just don't touch the walls. Yeah. Yeah, lime is a strong base, so it is mm. not acidic, but the best thing in Dungeons and Dragons that we have is acid damage. It is corrosive. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, so, yeah. so With, you guys uh, are working together to press against the wall together? Yeah, so I, 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 the way I see it is like Cars has his shield kind of like right up against the wall, and he's pressing on the shield. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah, if anyone wants to like either press on him or like kind of get behind and push on the shield mm -hmm. as well, just to like... Okay. Uh, Bart will wild shape into a giant ram. Ah, yeah. that's amazing. Oh, okay. Yes. And push on, the, cool. push on the thing with his horns. Uh, okay, hold on, you guys. I got to look some stuff up here. <laughs> Strength <laughs> of ram. Strength of ram. Let's go. Um, You mean a giant goat, 5th edition creature? Yes, indeed. The giant yeah, yeah. goat. Okay. Um, hold on. Goat. Everybody hold hold for weird mechanic. <laughs> hold for goat <laughs> mechanic. Uh, I'm just, I have to, this is the only way to resolve this is the GM reads stuff. Hmm. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm really glad we have a literate GM. <laughs> that does help Ooh. in Dungeons and Dragons. Someone poured something. Oh, Someone that was me. Did. I was pouring water. Man, pouring that out That sounded refreshing. Close to the mic. It did sound refreshing. So, gang. <laughs> how much time are I we really going to spend on this thing before we just I... keep walking down this hall? Well, I hope with one push we open this and the staff is just like right there on the ground. And yeah, just see, that's the thing is Bart, Bart is a little bit single-mindedly uh, focused and obsessed about this thing. So if there's something yeah. that looks like there's like, yo, there's something maybe behind this old <laughs> door. Yep. Bart is going to be like, all right, we're opening the fucking door. Okay. Yep. Even if my fucking so, shovel is broken. Yeah, fucking my shovel yeah, is fuck broken. Fuck your shovel. <laughs> is we have to open this door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Look, you broke my shovel. I have no choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> get you a new shovel we make it out of here alive I, this is why i love pre-written content though because like i could make all this up but people have put a lot of thought into balancing these things here um hmm. and i really appreciate that stuff and you guys will see in a second do they balance around giant goat i think they do nice good stuff um yeah, I'm going to move Crow also, so she's helping out in this. Um, man, I didn't know how that uh, that crab encounter was going to go. That was pretty spicy. Crab counter. Very, very spicy shellfish. Mmm, spicy crab. All right. We're here. Crow be oh. Big. Oh, okay. Crow has not gone in there yet. It's, uh, oh, she has something she has to do to first. Your... Okay, well, you see your three companions beginning to struggle against the block. Okay, so as soon as I see them kind of occupied, uh, as quietly as she can, she's going to take the sack of fish heads and toss the okay. whole thing over to Crab Buddy and then go Aww. join the help. cute. Uh, it's important. Just, it is important. And the crab reaches out and just goes one feeder claw, two feeder claw, three feeder claw, and eats them all in one big bite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then you come over and you do lend your aid yeah, to this push. I do. So we're we're focusing. Oh, we're focusing. I have, I have a shield too. On, I could, like, oh, so you guys could actually, yeah, Bart. If you move back, then <laughs> I'm, I'm actually have two shield. Yeah, I'm actually large sized right now too. So you know. oh well, actually <laughs> we should. Big. Oh, I'm, there you go. I'm, I made you big, <laughs> large Bart. Um, for now, 
I'm gonna say though that you guys are able to squeeze in here the combination of ram's horns and shields and you push the block out of the way. It takes you a full minute of pushing in wow. this Ooh. sound of just stone grating against stone. But eventually you free it from its position and reveal a chamber on the other side. Let's now, hold fucking on. go! Oh yeah. I may describe to you as you final heave push it out of the way. What you see. As I think Scooby-Doo style, we see Crow's head, Karzalek's head, Tree's head, and then a giant ram's head come in. <laughs> Beyond the plug, which is what they call this thing, the plug, mm. is a small foyer containing three sealed urns on the oh, east no. and west side. No, to the south, <laughs> just full Zelda. Um, <laughs> to the south are double doors of bronze with indistinct glyphs worked into their faces. The ancient glyphs are scribed in some sort of language that none of you speak or read for that matter. Um, if you have some other means of deciphering them, you might be able to glean some of their meaning. But at the moment, it is clear that you don't know. All right, let's go in the room. You go into the room? Wait, uh, hold yeah. up. Oh, okay, Does hold Crow up. say hold up? Yeah, yeah, Crow's like, hold okay. on a sec. Um, I think she will at this point um, use the, she has a scroll that we found with mage hand and comprehend languages on it. Very nice. And I think she's gonna use it here. I might as well. Okay. You're gonna use it to comprehend language. Mm-hmm. All right, and the glyphs sort of swim before your eyes for a second before settling back as you read the ancient words from this scroll and it cauterizes itself into ash in front of the whole party. And out of your mouth, if you speak these words to them, would you tell everybody what it says? As long as it doesn't um, sound like invoking an ancient no, language that'll summon something, yeah, it, it sure. Doesn't. I curse all of my friends to death immediately right now. Yeah, it doesn't, it, when you read it before you think, like, we'll just curse all my friends, it, it doesn't seem like it. It, it seems okay. like an epitaph, actually. Um, Interesting. And I will post it in chat, and then Crow can read it out loud for the podcast. Sounds good. It says, here lies Plop Plop Soul, master of the other, who is like the wind and the night. Sounds like a bullywug name to me. Oof. Guys. Bart is going to shift back into goblin form as he realizes he cannot fit through the space as a giant goat. Trom, 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 trom. Um, well, hearing that, is there like an obvious sarcophagus or something like that in there? Or no? uh, there are six total urns and doors with the glyphs on it. You could surmise that if there's a sarcophagus, it might be behind Farther. those doors. Open the doors. Yeah, I don't think it changes our action at all to know that there's a 
someone laid to rest reverent, reverent, uh, reverently so, here. We're still going <laughs> to smash it in there and get it. <laughs> Describe to me what happens here is what I want to know what happens. Let's go in the room. So who goes in the room? Um, one, one second. Bart, Bart is going to boot the room. <laughs> but but with his but with his snowshoe, he's gonna tie a piece of rope around one of his snowshoes and throw it into the room. All right, all right. I'm not gonna give you a mark for that because I'm not gonna reward that too much. Because uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, from friend to friend, here's a, a useless mark of heroism right there nice. for you that you I'll can't use, use for anything. <laughs> the next time I see you in real life. <laughs> yeah, an IRL mark of heroism. You can make me do one thing. Uh, because because if you haven't yet, you guys, go watch the movie Cube. And then when you're done, watch Cube 2. And is there a third one? Yes. Not yet. Okay, then, then when you're done with that one, watch Cube 3. It, they're, they're not, not actually really good. good movies, but, like, <laughs> they will teach you how to play D&D. And we're just going to move on from that. Um, okay. I think I, I whispered Oh, well, Hold on. Before, Sorry, yeah. Oh, you're going to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, if you're well, doing it, some bardic it be shit. After he after he resolves shooting... Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So he throws the thing, the snowshoe, and it clatters onto the stone floor in there. And nothing happens. I mage hand and pick it up and bring it back to him. (laughs) Uh, Do you want me to try to open the door with this? Sure. Looks like there maybe are no traps, at least two. Uh, You've had some bad experiences in tombs in the past. And then as you're going to go push the door open, Bart is going to stab this square like as you're opening it with the intentions of You step into the the three foot by six foot stone, the plug hole, and you so like, you guys, picture Pharaoh's tombs right? You know, they sealed in something here, and then they hid it behind the stucco and I, I imagine somewhere in the back of your minds is like, well wait a second if we had come here when this temple was like still intact, would we have seen this? Probably not. And I don't know what that means. You don't know what I that think, means, but it's going to log that there for you. I think that something that Trees is wondering as as I'm opening this door is um, like if this has been opened recently or if this has been opened ever since it was shut. It does not look like it has been opened recently noticed. and you don't okay. know if it's been opened ever, but it looks like it was sealed. Okay. Um. Like you guys had to push past the grout yeah. between these stone blocks. So, yeah. um, okay. So Bart goes inside this opening. And you see the chamber in its full glory. So Trees is trying to push the doors open on the other side of the chamber with Mage Hand as I'm moving yeah. forward. Okay, you try to push the doors open, and mm-hmm. uh, nothing really happens. You feel the the doors are big, heavy bronze, and you notice that there is some sort of keyhole. Hmm. Okay, so... Seems like it might be locked. Uh, do you want me to try knocking? Mm, sure, let's go take a look. I mean, part of what, what Bart is doing here is Bart is kind of, is like more or less confident in being aggressive right now is that he thinks the room is fine, so Bart is going to continue forward. Okay. With his movement. But go go, go ahead and knock. Go ahead and knock if you want to, but Bart is moving into the room. Okay. So you you knock on it, you enter the room, and... Yeah, I look at Crow, seeing if she wants to be the last... Uh, She wants me to be the one at the door. And she'll kind of gesture for you to go ahead. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, then I continue inwards and uh, give that door a knock um, okay. during the plug hole. You you knock on it, and it's metallic. Thunk, thunk, thunk. Nobody answers. Nothing happens. Can I put my eye to the keyhole? Yeah, it is pitch black. All right, flavor-wise... With your dark vision, you can't see any of the inner workings, really. It's just, you know, you're looking into a keyhole. Yeah, flavor-wise, Bart is going to whisper some some instructions to a small flea and flick it into the keyhole. Okay. The flea... Well, the flea... The flea <laughs> reports back that it is indeed a lock. Nice job, flea. I high-five the flea. Yeah. <laughs> we um, zoom in on that. And we'll see you next week. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you guys do here? Are these urns on the side? Are they sealed or are yes, they the the? Let me see what it says exactly about the urns. Three sealed urns on the east and west sides. Man, I got a thing against fucking with sealed urns, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Barty's okay. gonna has bad vibe, so he retreats uh, to the to the hall. Are there, is this so? This door is. Uh, is there like a handle or is there just a keyhole? Uh, Bart, why don't you make me a perception check? All right, cool, 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 cool. I like perception checks. Those are fine. Uh, with disadvantage. What? I dislike those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell? Why would you do that to me? I was just Because saying... it's just so foggy in this room. Now that you opened up the plug, all the gas rushes yeah, in here. And it's, right. it's so foggy. So a 13 with disadvantage. 13 with disadvantage. Yeah, you look around, you're, you're feeling around on it, and you just really don't know much more than you did six seconds ago. Okay, I mean, Barty's going to try pushing on the door, too, if he can't quite tell. You and it push on it, and it doesn't even give. It, it seems like it's locked. Okay, so Bart is going to turn back and yell for Crow. Be like, Crow, the door seems locked. Come on, get up here. Are you, are you sure you want to go in there? Yes, I'm sure. You think, Molly went, you think Molly went in there and locked the door behind herself? I don't know, but we're down here anyways, Crow. Interesting. Uh, she'll just sigh and go forward to try to help. I think I think first she'll try to see if it pulls open like the classic far side strip. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not a pull door that you guys are trying to push, which would be hilarious if I pulled that shit on you guys someday. But, but um, no, no it, it there's no handle. There's a lock. It's one of those doors where like you could stick a key in. And you could turn the key, and that might be the handle. It's a large enough keyhole that you think it might even be a handle. Yeah, I, I think she'll kind of shoot Bart just this really disapproving look. And she'll take out her thieves' tools and see if she can do anything with this big old keyhole. Okay. You can go ahead and make me a perception check on this door as well. Okay. With disadvantage. Sounds good. Bart, Bart will guide you. Oh, thank you, Bart. Yeah. So what guidance remind me? I always forget. One D four added 1D4 to the world. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Actual mechanical guidance, not just yeah, like exactly. Yeah, I always forget until <laughs> no, it's happening, and someone's is... like, "Oh, wait, I'm actually using guidance." Oh, fuck. All right, so that's fifteen plus one D four. You said. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. Nice. Uh, roll. That's an eighteen. Eighteen. Um, you feel like you're close to figuring something out, but it would just take you a lot more time to figure this out. Uh, it's a complicated looking mechanism, just from a rudimentary glance at it say, hey, we can do this, but we should probably build Tree's party hut around us if we're going to spend any time on this this uh, side quest here. 
I whisper the, ga- into the, the gas room, is filling uh, the room. I whisper into the room. Uh, this room is not exactly the vibe for Trees' party zone, but uh, <laughs> you know that that would work if, we, if that's what we want to do. Bart is going to have a moment of self-doubt, maybe just brief, brief moment, but then is going to grit his teeth and be like, okay, well, let's make the party hut then. <laughs> I love that right. in character has become the party hut. That's what it's what? called. <laughs> <laughs> I, I the spell card. Yeah, I noticed that. That was great. What happens in the party zone? Trees party zone. Trees party zone. 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 I'm sorry. Zone. Zone. Yeah, that's that's so no, it's not. Uh, what's it called in actuality? Liaman's tiny hut. This is Liaman's tiny hut. This is Trees party zone. Leo guy. Yeah. I didn't know that guy. Yeah. Okay. Dispel myself. Okay, wait a second here. So, so we first let's do the party zone. So that's a circle, a ten foot um, radius, yes. immobile, immobile, ten foot radius, immobile dome of force springs up. And where would you like to place it? In the very center of those four squares, um, or like up against the door. I will make it so there's enough space for the door to be worked on okay. while uh, yeah. we're also in the zone and blocking yeah. off the gas. You. Perfect. Basically. There's Tree's magical party zone. Right and there. unfortunately, that means that all of the urns are within it, are within the no, zone. There, it's a 10-foot radius. Oh, wait, radius. no. You're yeah. right. Radius. I was about to oh, say the dumb room. thing. Yeah. It's the whole room. Yeah. It's basically yeah. consider, yeah, consider yeah, inside whole. here Tree's, like, once you come through yeah. the plug, there's Christmas lights hanging. It's Aww. There's, like, uh, a different <laughs> haze Aww. maybe is in the air than the orange <laughs> haze. And yeah, you guys yeah. are uh, you're you're hanging out. I, I kind of imagine like from inside, since it's translucent, we're like watching the gas just being pushed out, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. like uh, it's like establishing a one way filter, and it all sort of like finds mm-hmm. its way out with positive air pressure. Heck yeah! Ours with, is gonna. Oh yeah, go for it. I'm saying uh, with the ability to breathe and take time, she'll just start to work on the lock with the tools. Okay. And you guys are all going to huddle inside this thing for the time that that takes? Yeah, I yeah. think Bart is going to be kind of pushing you a little bit, uh, or like talking to you and trying to encourage you, Crow, and is going to be guiding you the entire time you're doing this, but also being okay. kind of annoying. <laughs> and while, as a player, I never fuck with urns, Cars is going to just pick up how they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to you know, look at one of the urns, pick it up? Pick it up. Um, Smash if, it. If, if, if it's not like, oh, if it's not boy. big, like, like a they're huge like, umbrella. They're like almost <laughs> as large as you. Oh, um, <laughs> is, are they plugged up on top? Say that again. Sorry. So, like, are they like? Are there, is there like a plug on the top? Like that has it sealed? There's like, or? um, it's like a wax seal around a cork in the top, and the cork looks very old, but um, still intact. Okay. <laughs> if I see cars picking one of these up, I'm, I'm... <laughs> I wouldn't mess with the things in the displays. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> don't worry I'm not gonna open the bloody thing he, he is gonna try like jiggle it though like kind of rock it side to side I'm just, like, I'm just gonna shake it vigorously <laughs> resting against the wall like, is, it, like, is it pretty solid like, yeah is there, is there any sound inside if he like rocks it around um, a little um 
Hold on, let me <laughs> look up all of oh the reflex saves and little saves. Yeah, oh, just hold on here. I gotta <laughs> read something gold, really quickly uh, here. Does it sound uh, like there's a legendary staff inside one of these urns? <laughs> there you go. So, so there's rupee. these large urns. Um, I, I'm really just stalling for a second here while I find the right no entry. Um, I can stall. Trees is just playing the loot against the wall. Doing that. Cars. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's something I, I have to stall while I'm looking up this weird number. The thing I'd look up before was what the total strength score of the entire party had to be to be able to push that block out of the way. And you know what it was? 48. And you know what you oh, guys had shit. with the RAM? 53. So <gasps> you didn't even have that much of a margin. Like Bart, I think if you hadn't turned into a RAM, yeah, my, my it would have been really close. Eight. My strength yeah. is eight, so... And it wasn't the strength modifiers, it was a strength score. Yeah. Mine is six. Yeah, I know, I was like, I came to trees and I was looking <laughs> yeah. at all your character sheets, and I was like, man, that's not really pulling his weight yeah, right we're, there, we're you all, know? We're like, all average or lower except for cars. That's funny, because crow is ten. Really so yeah, it's total 48 total strength needed. And if you're Earth. making skin contact with the wall, you suffer the burns. So you guys figured it out, so good job. Um, I'm still reading here. Puzzle. This is one of the most dense fucking paragraphs of text here of just about these doors and this block that you guys moved. So hold on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, to tell the group something funny. Uh, so if I had one initiative in the crab room, her first action was going to be to try the fish head thing. But it just didn't work out that way. But I think it, oh, it kind of worked out better, yeah. better to like give it to the uh, kind of frightened big crab after its buddy is dead. Yeah, I wonder how that would have played out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the angry crawfish would have given a shit about it. Yeah, exactly. It seemed like there was no reasoning with that one. It was just like a little chihuahua. Okay, yeah. I found it. Jesus Christ. Okay. Each of the urns, when you lift one up, it sloshes with a liquid. And you crack it open. And inside it is just oil. In fact... Each one of these six urns contains the equivalent of 20 flasks of oil. What? Each Put one of the urns the weighs hallway. 25 pounds. <laughs> We're not fucking with that anymore. No siree. But yeah, no trap goes off. There's no gold. I was like, there's something about these urns. And I was like searching through urns. Urns, 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 urns. These six urns sealed with beeswax contains the equivalent of 20 flasks of oil per urn. What do you guys do here? You're, you're working on the thing. Any anyone yeah. else have any notes before we resolve this door? Taking uh, twenty or taking ten? No, sir. If we want a short rest, I'd love a short rest. But otherwise, short we rest can work on this door. also has to be you do nothing but you know eat, sleep, exactly. tend to your wounds, yeah. all that stuff. So Karzalek and team trees, team. I think you guys could do that. Probably not think? enough time though. Depending on how long the door You took. could spend an hour doing that, but I'm going to yeah, say so. it's going to take you an hour to. I'll, I will mechanically say you could, the two of you could attempt a short rest, but if Bart, you're like actively using guidance on all these checks, mm. I'm not going to let you short rest at the same time. Um, That's fair. I mean, I'm fine flavor wise not resting since I'm okay. probably, I probably would be helping. So, okay. So the two of you are, are working on the door. Two of you can benefit from a short rest as this hour comes to a close and you do not 
take any poison damage. Let me just note down that that hour went by here. Total oh, elapsed yeah. hours in this dungeon now. Two. Oof. Nice. Um, uh, and at, hold on. Let's just resolve yeah, really quickly um, here. As you work further on this door, Crow, eventually you are able to feel like there's a click and you disarm something inside there. There was mm -hmm. another lever that had been spooking you the whole time, and you spent all the time that you guys needed to gingerly push it out of the way, and now you feel like the tumbler of the lock turns freely without doing this, whatever that extra thing was. Yes! Good job. Yeah, she'll say, okay, it's unlocked, and just so you know, there was a trap. So keep that in mind when you're picking up urns and touching blocks <laughs> and all that all that stuff. Ours is just gonna like gingerly put the urn back to where it was and act like you know like what you're talking about. Oh, okay, yep, got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Bart is going to uh, push the door open then. Okay. Unless it's a pull door, then I'll. Pull <laughs> Unless it's a pull door. <laughs> okay. He's gonna gingerly try both ways first to see. Yeah. All right. So now I would like. So who's opening the door? Bart Bartholomew Greedy McFudster. Okay. Bartholomew Greedy McFudster opens <laughs> this door. And you reach out, and it, it's like you could push it, and it will open. Nice. And you feel it release, and you push it open. Yep. Okay. I need you to make me a dexterity check with, sorry, dexterity saving throw with advantage. Cool. That's better than what you did the other time. Okay, that's not a good roll. That's a pretty okay roll. That's a 15. 15. 15, 15. Okay. You push this door open, and as you do, you see this thing up above in the door frame. There's a glass orb and it's seated right above the center of the door. As it swings open and reveals this next chamber, you just look at that orb and it's filled with a swirling gas purple in hue and the door opens and you see this orb go one time down -chunk, and then it doesn't move any further you thank your lucky stars i think you put yourself back inside the protective atmospheric bubble that you're in mm -hmm. and behind the doors is a chamber cut out of the rock with a veil of calcite and stalactites covering the walls. Buttresses rise from the corners, brown shot through with black, and the triangular stone pillars throughout the room support the high ceiling. Occupying the center of the chamber is a colossal monument resembling a giant's table covered on all sides with intricate carvings and glyphs. Engraved on the floor in front of the entrance is a seal that displays more glyphs. 
opposite the entrance, at the back side of the room, on the far wall, a large battle axe is embedded in the wall, six feet above the floor. And any of you magic users, it is juiced with magic. Um, Crow, how long does that comprehend languages scroll last for? It lasts an hour, unfortunately. Okay, we're gonna say that it as the as it fades from your mind, your timing wise, you see written in this circular seal this line. <laughs> uh, she'll kind of like say, "Okay, everyone, here's what it says." And she'll turn and look, look like right into Bart's skull with her eyes, like drilling in there. It says, Defilers, now you shall join me in my eternal resting. Are you happy now? Bart's going to point at the, the suspended orb with the purple stuff that did not fall and kill all of us. And be like, you should be happy, Crow. You disarmed the trap. We're fine. You did a good job. I'll just throw my hands up. <laughs> okay. And we see this argument transpiring inside Tree's party zone in the urn-filled foyer of this tomb that you have just defiled and beginning, it looks like, to rob. How the tables have turned since you were in the graveyard of Rinkobing and killed someone. Oh, they're just grave robbers, you know? And now Crow is seeing one of her party members pushing them towards this fate. And we see the giant's table of a coffin. Our camera sort of flow back across it and showing the party at the end of the chamber. And you see engraved across the top of this huge sarcophagus are a few glyphs. And the same thing happens to our camera. It the vision wobbles and swirls for a moment and they change from indecipherable glyphs into clear numerals. 54, three, nine. Thanks so much for listening to Strangers Rolling Dice. This is Ben Viner asking you to subscribe, follow, and leave us a review. Thanks, and we will see you next week. 